What's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Game Plan, your NFL divisional round, best bets, and DFS, and some props show. With me, as always, to break this thing down, John Statsation Alessia from the Sharp app. We're going to be taking a look at the four divisional or the, the four divisional round games. We're going to get some uh, spread bets. We're going to talk a little bit of DFS, a little fantasy, a little goodness. How'd it go last weekend, John? We had a good week last week. Um, I think the only game on the sides that I lost was uh, was Cleveland. Pretty much nailed all the other ones. I like Miami. I think I, t- I mentioned it on the show, but I just didn't like them in that weather. So I had to go with um, the models all had Miami, but I had to go with with Kansas City just based on the weather. And then all the other ones, just the model just just uh, had them all right. So yeah, it was a good weekend. Yeah, never, never bad thing. Uh, listen, I had a mega, I had my mo- mega monster can't lose. Nothing is going to stop me now. Parlay. Get busted by Dallas and their horrific, disastrous at home performance. Uh, embarrassing, really. It really, honestly, it was embarrassing uh, for Dallas to do that. It's beyond anything else. You, you fucked me. I had Dallas. I had him at plus six. I figured no lose. And then, of course, I saw that you had taken. Um, to Green Bay. Yeah, I took the Packers. Then I, was, then I was extra pissed at myself because I was like, man, I could have just added 13 to the Packers. And that probably wasn't losing either. But that was a bummer. Um, we'll see if we could come up with one for this week. But we've got a lot. To break down, I've got some prop plays that I've picked out from the Proptimizer tool as well. I'm going to show that as well. We'll do the first two games. We'll jump over, talk some props. We'll and and then we'll do the the final two games if that works and kind of format it that way. Just because trying to think of a way to break this bad boy down. So that's kind of how I want to do it. And um, it gets started here with the Texans at the Ravens Saturday, 4:30. The Ravens are nine and a half point home favorites in this one. Um, total set at 43 and a half. Um, John, do you know of any weather situations or anything we got to be concerned about uh, in Baltimore? I haven't, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything either, as far as the weather goes. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure it's going to matter either way. I think this is going to be a, a tough. Uh, this is going to be a tough one for Houston. Let's see. I mean, if the weather's not good, let's see right now. That's the uh, Saturday game. Yeah, it's going to be cold, which doesn't help. Cold and windy. Yeah, twenty-seven. No, nothing scary there. Um, I am looking at the sharp report. Um, on Sharp App and the the Mega Sharps, not just the regular, the Mega Sharps, which are my favorite Sharp betters, are uh, on Baltimore under 44 and a half. So the sharpest betters are kind of looking for a down game in terms of scoring here. Yeah, I mean, I, I would tend to agree with that. And um, I mean, the line is tough. You know, we're, we're up there close to 10 points. Houston can obviously score the, with the sharps thinking this game is going to go under. Typically you like to take the points in that situation when you've got a lot of points like this with a nine and a half. So, uh, you know, I don't love the game. I just, I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be a tough one for, uh, this is going to be a tough game for Houston. Uh, I think the quarterback struggles here a little bit. Um, being a rookie quarterback, I know he has one game under his belt. I mean, he's had a phenomenal season, obviously, but you know, Harbaugh, that team with a week off, they're probably the best team in football right now. That's going to be this is a tough matchup, I think, for Houston. That under, I do like, and I, you know, typically, like I said, if you like the under, you're going to like to, you're going to want to take the points. But I think that under is more weighing on the fact that they think Houston's going to struggle here. I think Houston's going to have a hard time putting points up on the board. 
Yeah, three of my prop bets are actually from this game. Um, they're coming up. I'll save them for like a segment we'll do on on the prop bets. But three of them are coming from this game, and they're all kind of pointing to the downside as well. The one thing that concerns me about laying 10, John, is I, I hate laying. I, I mean, teams coming off a bye usually start slow. Like there's something to that where they're a little, I don't know, maybe not this late in the season, but but we've seen it where it takes a minute to sort of get back into things. The offense isn't quite clicking per- perfectly in that first quarter. And um, sometimes they start a little bit slow. So that that issue is kind of like keeping me off of this idea of laying 10. I'm not laying 10 in a playoff game. Um, so that's really the the one uh, concern I would have. Uh, you know, the Texans got it done last week against a great defensive team, but they were at home. And the Browns may be kind of a little better at home than on the road, especially defensively this season. So I'm not sure the Texans can keep the, that miraculous ability to dominate elite defenses going here i think they're going to run into some trouble in baltimore the baltimore is is a team of destiny um as far as dfs plays yeah i'm focused on the baltimore side i think um lamar jackson is one of the best um one of the better i'm not gonna say the best but up there is one of the best plays of the weekend in terms of just raw plays what i like about this game is the texans have sort of an elite rush defense this year which should increase the likelihood, at least for me, that the scoring comes off of the arm of Lamar or the leg of the kicker, rather than necessarily thinking Gus Edwards is going to smash home, um, you know, a, a big game against what is a pretty good Texans run defense. Um, I don't know how you feel, but, but obviously those come from the power ranking sheet. So I'm sure you would agree. Yeah. Yeah. The running game for the, Baltimore may have a little bit of trouble, which leads to more touchdowns via the pass. As far as who those touchdowns go to, say Flowers, I don't know. Likely they're talking about um, Mark uh, Andrews may be coming back for this game. So it's going to be tricky who they're going to throw to, but um, I do like Lamar as a player. I like him stacked with, say, Flowers in, in your DFS games. And and um, I've got some props for this game that we'll talk about uh, here in a minute. So, on your end, no real side here, though, uh, other than maybe the under. Yeah, I don't love the side. I mean, I, w- I would tend to lean with the uh, sharp, especially those mega sharp plays. I mean, for people unfamiliar with the uh, with the sharp app, that's the sharp report that you're referring to. I mean, the mega sharp stuff is when we've got, I think, four or more sharps at this particular sports book that we have access to are on one side of a game um, that gets put in the mega sharp spot. And it just it it crushes. Uh, that's I like to just look at that. I think you just look at that one. Like you you just play the mega sharp stuff, don't you? Um, I've started tracking it as of yesterday. We went two for two. Uh, we've got two bets in for uh, Friday night. So uh, you know I'll keep you informed on this one. But so far so far uh, no, I'm the mega tracking. sharp's been good. And then the the whales the whales been crazy. Yeah, the, that's, that's the, the big one. better one. It's like I think he I, I don't have the the. Uh, I got to bring up the numbers in front of me, but his uh, the run that he's on has been remarkable. So the guys in the Discord have been just losing their mind, just all, all playing the well, the whales bets. Um, yeah, and he's been uh, he's been on a run. Yeah, that, we have the- you know, not sustainable, but it's just an unbelievable run right now. I like the I like the mega sharps because uh, because it gives it gives me like four or five people on the same thing. One of the things I've noticed is when you tail those plays. If you don't hit them quick, they've already moved. Those guys are moving markets. So almost all those plays that are being put out, 
they're beating the certainly the final line, but they're even beating the lines that well, that you're getting. So you got to be all over. These are the guys. It. These are the guys in the market that move the line. Like I try to explain to most people, like the the general public does not move a line. Uh, it's the sharp guys that are going to move a line because if they leave that line where it is, they're just going to get hammered by more sharp money, and the sharp money is the smarter money. Uh, so they don't want to leave themselves at rest. So that's why almost always. And the other thing I like to look at when you're looking at these sharp plays. Uh, the, if the sharp guys, especially a mega sharp, if they come in, like if that Baltimore game was 45 and a half right now, uh, that would be like, that would be a really strong reverse line. If it goes against the mega sharps, that is the ultimate. Yeah, and you have to fade yeah. it. But the fact that it's moved in the sharp, uh, sharps direction here, they went under 44 and a half and now it's, uh, it's at 43 and a half. Uh, that's a pretty good indication that that's the, uh, that's the smart side to be on. There it is. So right here in the sharp report, you got the mega sharps every single day. That's literally something I wake up early for. I have to wake up early. I want to get that in before those lines move too much. Um, all right. Next up, John, we've got the Packers at the 49ers. And again, this is this is like a mirror image of that first game where you've got a scrappy Packers team that's coming in, beating great defensive teams. Going up against a great defensive team coming up. It's like it's like the same game. The same freaking spread of nine. What is going on? It's like two mirror image games. Both with a young up-and-coming QB on one side and a, you know, a grizzly veteran, you know, elite defensive team on the other side. It's crazy, John. It's two mirror image games. Yeah, I I, I actually I like I like one of the sides here. I mean, I love San Francisco to minus the points. You know, I'm not a big I'm not big on laying a lot of points. Uh, I think it's warranted in this game. I think you can lay the nine and a half with uh, San Francisco. The public, you know, yeah, I love that. I love a game like this. I mean, yeah, again, you have, you're, you're right. You're coming off uh, Houston, coming off a really impressive performance last week. Green Bay off an impressive performance. I just don't think this Green Bay team is nearly as good as what they showed uh, last week. I, a lot of that had to do with Dallas. And then if you look, granted, a lot of it was garbage time. But Dallas put up a ton of yardage on them. I know it was garbage time. You say that, but watch these games. Look at these games every week. Like we always play. I always tell these people, like in DFS, you know this from playing like in the Millie Makers and all that. How many times people take the big seven point underdog because they're like, well, they're down. They're going to get garbage time points. Well, they don't. Like teams don't typically get garbage time points. Dallas did. All right. Granted, like I said, it was garbage time, but. Dallas had the that game just snowballed. That's the way the NFL is. They had a couple of early turnovers in that game, but Dallas they didn't look great moving the ball early, but were able to put point. Uh, they were able to move the ball late again. They had a big cushion to work with. I think San Francisco just rolls on them from the get go in this game. If this game is is remotely close at the half, then I want you to play a second half on San Francisco bet. So I'll give you the I'll give you the live bet before it happens. If they're, you know, if this is like a seven point game or so uh, at halftime, then go ahead and take San Francisco second half because then they're going to just run. They're going to run over them. So San Fran, I, I love in this spot. I like it. And and um, on that note, for both of these first games, what I would say is to keep. Uh, yeah. If if the underdog comes in and scores first, for example, and you can get the line now at like minus five instead of minus nine and a half. That is a spot where where I, I like to jump on the live market for spots like that as well. Um this game's really uh, interesting in the sense that it's got such a massive total at 50 and a half points. And I want to go back to something I talked about for DFS last week, and it, it holds true again. So last week, and John, I got hate from this, by the way. You don't know. You don't see the hate that comes in the, uh, in the 
in the comments section. What happened? What you, you ignore do? it? I get the hate, right? And so last week I said, hey, I'm just fading Jordan Love. And I'm just going to play Dak in this spot. And I feel the same way about the favorites in the two games we just discussed. And and But I had a reasoning for it. And the reasoning was, and, and it's the same reason I always talk about. I said, basically, I feel like if the underdog QB, and I'll say it for this game, if Jordan Love in this game is producing points, I think that the 49ers are answering even more bigly, right? Similarly, with the Ravens and the Texans, if the Texans come in and start scoring, I think the Ravens turn it up. And the one who's going to benefit the most from that is not C.J. Stroud. It's going to be Lamar Jackson. And I said the same thing. Now, I didn't expect uh, the Texans to come in and destroy Dallas last week. But I, I said, let's fade. You want to fade Jordan Love? Because if that game is going a certain way, it's going to be Dak that's getting more points. Now, it did go a certain way, and and but it didn't go how I thought. But the end result was the same. Dak was the play in that game. The home favorite. He's going to answer. It's not going to be a rollover and die situation. You might have the Packers roll over and die if the 49ers are dominating in that game early and, and we get one of those sort of games. But if the Packers are scoring, I think the one who's benefiting the most is not Jordan Love. It's Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey and pass catchers attached to the 49ers. So I'm going to be doing the same thing in DFS this week is pretty much I am not going to have much of any Jordan Love. I will get my exposure to him via players on the 49ers that will benefit even more if he's having a good game. So um, it's even more uh, apparent with the Texans Ravens game where if the Texans are scoring and if they're getting it done, if if CJ Stroud is having a big game, Lamar Jackson, I think, having a bigger game. I, I totally agree. I, I you know, I, I don't know. I have a hard time thinking Stroud's going to have too big of a game. I, I don't, I'm not optimistic on that. I, I think Lamar, one way or another, has a monster game. On that note, since we talked about Stroud in a big game, I want to bring up the Proptimizer tool here as we're halfway through these um, these games and talk about a couple of spots that I've picked out. And one of them, uh, right here, the, the, pretty much the biggest play on the Proptimizer for this weekend, the top play across the board. And I love when it's not hitting in the um, histogram, that that's even better. But the top play on the board this weekend is CJ Stroud under 238.5 passing yards. Um, you can see here, you can get that one on uh, DraftKings. Uh, actually, the best the best version of it looks to be, let's see, on DraftKings here, we can get it yep. at plus 105. That is the play, right? Um, now, he's not hitting that most weeks, but we have um, CJ Stroud projected for just 201 passing yards. That's as good of a Proptimizer pull as you're ever going to see and it is the top play on the board a um, couple other ones that i wanted to mention as well singletary in that game over on rushing attempts this is one of the more accurate proptimizer um spots that i, I like to attack i think um our projections for rushing attempts is really really good so i like the over 15 and a half rushing attempts for singletary baltimore is a tougher team to pass on than to run on this season and Singletary is literally getting almost all of the volume for Houston right there. So um, sticking with these two games, another one that I really like, and again, it's right along lines of what we're talking about, Jordan Love under 249 passing yards. Um, we have him projected here at 226 passing yards. That's a significant enough margin. And again, this is a bet that has not been hitting. Oh, you would only be hitting at a 20% rate, and I kind of like that. What 
What do you think on this? I'm, I'm just looking at the Proptimizer now. Uh, the first one, because I look at the receptions, the top reception one is Bo Melton in this game. Yeah, total receptions. Uh, it, it's it's a plus, plus 175. So. To get over one and a half. Yeah, I mean, I think that, honestly, I think the Packers need an injury for this to work out, so I, I don't like it. But, I mean, at plus 175. Yeah, I, plus 175. I mean, he had one last week. Yeah. Got to get you two. I they had like injuries, it. but I mean, he hit it three out of, if you look at the last five, you know, he's hit it. The, they're they're too of, healthy now, John. They're too, there's too many. The, as, um, as they said in a brave heart, the Irishman about the English, the, the receivers are too many. It's too I many think, of them. I think at plus 175 though, that's too good. A, too yeah. Good plus a 175 is fine. Like I said, I, I, I like, I like, you know. It's plus yeah, you plus like seven. you like the guaranteed winners. I like I like the guaranteed Which winners. Are never guaranteed, but yeah, because yeah. the hate comes at me in the chat, and whenever yeah, you don't want to get plus one seventy five when it doesn't. It's not more than fifty percent chance of hitting. Yeah, like you have I, to understand. I, I give those out all day. I mean, I'll take plus one seventy five on him to get two. I mean, to me, he's a lock to get one. Easily gets two, and then who knows? Been, I just think I, I don't like if if somebody was hurt, I would be much more into this. But I think that you're going to get well, you wouldn't get plus 175. No, you wouldn't. Or or maybe you would, because these don't react as quickly to that type of news. But but, um, you know, I don't know how much Christian Watson's going to play. The dude has a perennial Q tag. Uh, there's just issues there. So, um, yeah, no, Watson's in. Yeah. Then it then it changes things. He sure. is in the game like he's playing. That's what I'm saying. Like there's he's never how, <laughs> the problem is out. How, how many snaps is he going to that? Play? I have no idea. He's perennially yeah. hurt. Anyway, if you want access to the the, the sharp report. And the Proptimizer tool, fucking Proptimizer, fire t-shirt, by the way. This is this t-shirt. Compete, I don't even see you wearing it. It competes with the DFS Army swag shirt, like, and comfort. So I got to give props to whoever picked this one out. Yeah, I got to get some. I don't have my Proptimizer swag. Let's I get some get gear. But um, if you want to get access to this stuff, DFSA20 for my uh, DFS Army YouTube channel people, promo code DFSA20. And Andrews will not be activated. Oh, they're saying no? Just got yeah, that. so that that shoots likely up to one of uh, certainly one of the best uh, plays at tight end and 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 at the better end of the plays on this entire slate. But um, if you want to check out uh, Sharp App, you can download it. Sharp.app uh, is the website. You can download it on iOS or Android. Get access to the Proptimizer tool, the Sharp Report, which is crushing the Mega Sharps, all of that. Follow along with my journey on the Mega Sharps as well. I'll be doing videos on that at some point when I get around to it. Promo code DFSA20, 20% off of that subscription. There's a Discord. John's dropping his plays in the Discord all throughout the day. And the rest of the Sharp crew, they've actually been crushing it. So definitely something to check out. And if you're a DFS Army um, subscriber, YouTube guy, if you have access to a sports book, this is where you want to be. You want to be in part of the Sharp app uh, team in, in the Discord. All right. Let's move on to Sunday, John. First game at a weird time. 3:02 p.m. Why? I don't know. The Bucks at the Lions. Yeah. What are they? What are they doing, John? 3:02. I'm just looking at the three o'clock. What, what, am I seeing this wrong? This game starts at three. Yeah, it's three. Yeah, three o'clock. Well, okay. I feel like have they done that in the past? I don't know. It's probably a smart idea. Well, it's because there's no night game, so they figure yeah. let's let's just make it. You know what? This helps me. I, I have to fly to Florida on Sunday morning. Oh, there you go. Now this you is time. beneficial to me. I can actually now get there, get settled in, and enter my lineups. Uh, you know, before I'm, I might be able to get to the hotel before this is uh, ready to go. So 
I might be able to do uh, a little more adjustments in my lineups here. But Bucks at the Lions. The Lions are six and a, and a half point home favorites. The game total set at 49 and a half. And John, this one stands out as the sexy game of the weekend in terms of upside, in terms of action. We're in a dome. I love this game. This is the best of the games, I think. It should be. I mean, we got the, uh, you know, but the total, you know, that total is low. I was going to say, without even uh, thinking about the, the totals, I do like that Green Bay-San Francisco game to be some points as well. We didn't really talk about that much. But, you know, Tampa-Detroit on paper looks like it should be fairly high scoring, should be a good DFS game. If you look at what's gone over the last five or six weeks, though, not as sexy as you you would think. Like that Green Bay-San Fran game pops a little bit more um, when I'm looking at the last five weeks just from a fantasy perspective. But as far as uh, the game, I don't know if you like a side or, or not on, on the game. It's tough to take a side here. Um, I, I do like the Lions to win the game. I don't think that the offensive firepower that the Bucs have is enough to handle what the Lions bring in terms of their offensive firepower, those two running backs, the tight end is healthy um, with Laporta, of course, Amin Ra. There's just too much going on for the Lions. I think they win this game. I would love it to be, I'd love to buy it down. Listen, I like winning. So for me, I feel like I want it within two and a half. Like I, I'd rather take the Lions minus two and a half than the six and a half number, of course, because, you know, I'm puss like that. I'm, keep it real. But, um, then this is a prime candidate for the basic teaser just to take it down to a win. Um, I, I think right now this one stands out to me because I do think the Lions are going to win at home. I feel confident in it. Will they cover six and a half? I don't know, but I definitely like the Lions side. I would if I if I have to lay the full spread, I'm taking the Lions minus six and a half. Uh, yeah, I would lean that way as well. I like the Lions side of the game. Um, I, I, I think it does go over. Uh, the sharps well. love it on the over. The sharps have yeah. bet the over up from forty-eight to forty-nine and a half. Yep, yeah, from forty-eight. Uh, so I do think it goes over as well. Uh, I think we're going to see high scoring. I think that Green Bay San Fran game is going to be high scoring. I think this game is going to be high scoring. Um, yeah, that six and a half is a tough number. Uh, don't love it, but I do think Detroit wins the game. Most likely, they cover. Um, you know. The, you saw the uh, news conference or the, the press conference with the reporter asking uh, how they would handle the weather in Detroit. Did you see that? No. Oh, you didn't see that? What's this? Or is there, was, uh, there was a female reporter asking oh, uh, no. Todd Bowles how, how they would handle the weather in Detroit. Did he just smile? He did just smile and then uh, and then explained to her that it was in, they're in a dome. Uh, I don't she, think she was. I, I think she was like someone just like kind of filling in. I don't think she really was like, a, how would she know it was in a dome? I yeah. Mean, so it was, it was, it was a local, I think it was just someone local. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was, it was pretty funny. So, You're in Tampa. So you saw that by the way, that I no, don't know. No, this was all over social is media. That is a national story. Pat McAfee oh, played it. Pat McAfee played it. Oh boy. All right. Yeah, so it was, it was all over. You know, the, the total, yeah, I think you're playing the oversight. Um, again, I would love to get it at the mega, at the sharp number of 48. It's at 49 and a half now. But the fact that it's moving in that direction tells you something. Um, there's a lot of DFS goodness to be had in this game, John. This is the game for that on both sides. It's not, listen, there's a lot of DFS goodness this weekend. This one is the back and forth affair that I think um, looks really attractive on paper. And there's so many. The, the hard part about the Lions and just playing Jared Goff in general is those two running backs will vulture aggressively, and sometimes they won't. And like you never really know 
how that's going to go down. So for me, Goff is a GPP play. He's that guy you want in large field because if it just happens to be that Montgomery isn't stealing a touchdown and Gibbs isn't stealing a touchdown, then that's when you get Goff 300 plus and three touchdowns uh, passing. So he can break the slate open, but he has one of the lower floors because these running backs can eat most of it. And I could see those guys getting three of the touchdowns and then Goff only having one uh, via the arm. And you still get the four scores, 7, 14, 21, 28, that this projection uh, expects the Lions to put up. So it's just, hey, if we're going to get four or five touchdowns, how many of them? Goff needs three to win the slate for us. And can he get the full three? Don't know. That means he that would be out of the norm for him, where usually the running backs are taking 50% of the touchdowns. On the flip side with the Bucks, I think that technically, man, it's not a bad spot. I haven't played Baker Mayfield yet this season, maybe just barely ever. I don't love it, but you know, the Lions are decent against the run. They're they're very bad. They're allowing a lot of passing yards this year. I think 30 yards above mean expectation according to the power ranking sheet. So it's not a bad spot for the Bucks passing offense. Of course, I like Mike Evans. Of course, I I I, I like um, Godwin a smidge. I don't love him, uh, but I, I don't mind him. Trey Palmer and and uh, and even K. Dot in the tight end. So uh, and and Rashad White who catches passes. There's there's a lot to like in this game on both ends. How do you feel about playing Baker on the road as an underdog? Um, I, the, yeah, the I don't mind it. I don't mind it here. You know, you you could play a little bit differently than you know on a full slate um i like baker as uh one of the best options here i think they're going to go off as far as um you know i, I think they'll and i think it's going to be mostly evans so I, I think you're pretty safe to kind of stack it baker evans and um and, and play those two so i think if you want to go with baker i got no, i got no problem with that i mean you could go god i would look just be careful like trey palmer was like one bomb last week like don't get too caught up in that you know so i i think evan and evans had a had a bad drop um on a bomb last week otherwise he he had a big one in my breakdown in the uh, first look at DraftKings, i was talking about how if evans catches that pass then you go from like no one wanting to really be excited about this team to evans being the highest owned guy on the slate like that that drop was a, the difference in his score of like a seven versus a 23 it is it is wild how one little thing like that can just affect perceptions. He's, yeah, he's gonna be big. He's gonna be yeah. big this week. The, this is Detroit against the wide receivers are just they've been terrible all year, but they've been especially bad in the last few weeks. So I I, I really like that spot. And again, in the dome, perfect temperature, weather conditions, no defensive players on Detroit that particularly scare you. Uh, in the secondary, there's a lot there's a lot going on there that's really good. So I like the chances of this game playing higher. And yeah, again, I'm not a big play Baker Mayfield guy, but he has two scores over 30 fantasy points on the season. If he hits the 30 mark, you are winning the tournament. That is your tournament winning quarterback. I promise you, even if Josh Allen goes for 37, the savings down to Baker is going to be what wins it. So he doesn't need to quite do as much as the others. And my goodness, imagine if he runs one in, you know, slate breaker. You're going to watch it and go, huh, there it is. So, you know, all out to ball out game. Uh, yeah, I don't mind uh, playing some of the bucks here. The lines, everybody looks good. And of course, those lines running backs are going to be like the GPP, especially Jameer Gibbs is like the ultimate tournament play. 
14 touches, you know, range of nine, uh, seven fantasy points to, to 33. It's, you know, somewhere in between. You never know. Can't trust him. Of course, Rashad White should be super popular as well. Um, last game. And this normally would be a really, really exciting game. I do like this game a lot, John. Um, the Chiefs at the Bills. The Bills are two and a half point home favorites here. This is the one game that I feel this weekend, the outcome is not kind of relatively secure. By that, I mean, I, I comfortably feel that the, the favorites are going to win in the first three games on the slate. This one, I'm not sure. I think the Chiefs can be competitive. I think the Bills can be competitive. I think both of these teams have looked horrible at times. And so, and both defenses are pretty good. They're, this is the widest range of outcomes and the and the game that I'm least confident in the winner in. How do you see this one going down? Are you taking some, some Chiefs on the road? Is this the Bills season? Who advances? Yeah, I like I like the Bills here. I think they win this game. Um, they've just been the better team. I mean, certainly in the last couple of months, they have been. Kansas City, still not right. I think they got lucky to win last week just because of the fact that they got that game in sub, you know, sub-zero weather, playing Miami, playing against Tua. Like, that was the perfect the perfect scenario for Kansas City. Um, you know, they're getting cold, not nearly as cold this week, but cold in Buffalo, which, you know, no big deal for the Bills. This becomes, I think, I think it just becomes the offense of, of Buffalo. I trust what's going on with their offense a lot more than Kansas City. Now, the Kansas City defense is excellent. Um, Buffalo defense, not as good as the Kansas City defense, but I think Buffalo is going to do enough. I think Kansas City struggles to put points on the board. I know we had Sharp. Did you, you mention the uh, – did you mention we had Sharps on the under? Buffalo yeah, the Sharps the are – I did – I think we showed it before. Not not the mega Sharps, but yeah. the the uh, standard Sharps there are, are multiple Buffalo Sharps under 46 under. and a half. Now it's it already moved. Yeah, it's moved it a little bit. Um, so it moved it from 46 and a half to 45 and a half. So that's that's pretty uh that's pretty much in line with what you would expect on uh when the sharps are taking the under 46 and a half. I still think this game goes under uh that number as well. So I like the under. I think uh I think both teams are gonna struggle to score. I, I like what Josh Allen is doing a little bit more. So I, I think this is a team when I did my analysis for the the uh potential Super Bowl winners. Buffalo was one of the stronger teams on that in, in that analysis. It was basically Buffalo, Sa uh, San Francisco, Baltimore, and Dallas. Dallas got knocked out, obviously, but I think Buffalo. This is their time. I think Buffalo's got a really good shot to get to the Super Bowl. Um, so I think they win this week. This has not been Kansas City's year. I think this is about as far as you could have hoped for them to go with the team the, with the current construction of this team. And uh, yeah, I really like Buffalo. I think they win this. I feel like you're convincing me. You're bringing me along. I do remember. I mean, this was one of my favorite game plan shows of the season was last week when we went over all of the metrics for um, potential Super Bowl contenders. It was one of my favorites. We'll do more like that. And um, yeah, you're right. The Chiefs really kind of stood out as a pretender. The Bills were legit, much more legit, kind of like uh, had a re real, real shot to get to the Super Bowl. And if they get past the Chiefs here, yeah, I mean, the Bills can beat the Ravens. They've Play, you know, that that could go either way. So, um, yeah, it kind of convinced me a little bit. I do love the DFS goodness potential from this game. Uh, there's a lot of it. So just on both. I, number one, I think Josh Allen remains even in a game, even with a lower total than some of the other games. Uh, I think he's the top play at, at QB probably on this slate. Um, Josh Allen just knows how to he just gets it done. 
no matter what, no matter what the total, no matter how many points the team scores, he seems to get you that 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 25 plus every single week. He's the most expensive guy, but uh, you know, he has the highest potential uh ceiling or one of the higher potential ceilings. Um maybe I'll even put it above Lamar's, uh just a smidge above there. So in order for him to get there, I don't even think this game needs to spike. I think if it just plays out like this, I think Josh Allen could get us 32, and that'll be enough. Um, Stefan Diggs is probably finally priced down actually to a point where he's now correctly valued against what he's been doing or what he does traditionally, even though he's been terrible for week after week after week. Now, Stefan Diggs, 7K Diggs is a lot more interesting to me than 8.6K Diggs. So I don't like that one. Um, Dalton Kincaid is probably my favorite pass catcher on the team. And, th and then, of course, uh, you know, James Cook is one of the running backs that you have to be interested in this week because there's not that many to choose from. And like from a DFS angle, John, just between you and I, this week is going to be uh, not between you and I, but just to get into it. Like when you talk about position groups outside of Christian McCaffrey, like running back, picking a second one is probably going to be how you win this week and maybe probably not having a third one. Yeah, don't love it. Don't love running backs. I don't love this game, particularly. So I think it's my least favorite game. Josh Allen's always in play, but other than that, I don't really. I'm not excited. Rasheed Rice also. He's getting those targets. Can't dislike that. Um, Isaiah Pacheco is possibly the best running back play, not named Christian McCaffrey for me. So even as an underdog, as a road dog, when Pacheco's getting all the touches and passing game work. You cannot ignore Pacheco. Do you like somebody more than Pacheco at RB2 for this slate? As RB2? Yeah, I mean, Chris McCaffrey is such an obvious play. That yeah, I mean, yeah. McCaffrey's the nuts Locked here. Um, so I'll bring it up here. Hang on. Let, yeah, me, let, me, let, me, do, let me show. I don't want to put you on the spot. Haven't thought it through enough. So let me just put it up on screen, right? And I'm going to put it up on screen. See if I can. You know, the problem is you've got Singletary, but if that game gets out of hand, you know, how much work does he go. get? Um, yeah, well, Singletary isn't Singletary's an underdog. Yeah. Singletary's fine, but, um, I'll, I'll give you, I'll show you the options. You got Aaron Jones at San Francisco. Eh. Yeah. I don't like that. Gibbs and, and Montgomery always bring the same concerns. I like Gibbs. I do like Gibbs here, but the floor is low. He's only getting 13. He's only get, actually maybe it's maybe it's Rashad White that's the best of them. But like Gibbs is getting uh, I'll give you a negative on White also, but Gibbs, you know, he's getting that same 15 17 touches. And sometimes it leads to a pop and sometimes it leads to shit. So like last week he only got 12 touches. He lucked into the 17 with a touchdown. Um Rashad White. We like White? I don't know about that. Rashad White, he his ceiling is about 24, which is fine if he gets there. It's not necessarily 4X, but I, I do like Rashad White, but you saw the floor the last couple of weeks against the Eagles. I mean, if he's not getting in the end zone, you know, 8, 9, 12, uh, the scores aren't... He's not breaking the slate open more often. I like him. It's fine. J James Cook, same deal, and Pacheco. I mean, who's your who do you go with? Who's your second button click, John? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, uh, I'm I'm just trying to see where I where I could go really cheap, but you really can't. I would be looking at the Baltimore game. I'd, I'd look at either Edwards or or Singletary. I think, uh, 
you know, my concern with Edwards is you're talking about an elite run defense in Houston. Uh, yeah. Well, or a really good one in terms of like you, the power rankings show them allowing, I think, 20, 25 yards below mean. But also, Edwards only gets carries. He doesn't get receptions. And if he doesn't at 6K, the, the way I figured it, it out, he needs two it, touchdowns it, to be four relevant. game. You know, it's a four game slate. That's why I'm just looking maybe yeah. to go just down. And I'm trying to see anyone who can get me like 10, 12 points at, at a cheap price. Because I don't, uh, I don't think there. It's not you're not getting 25 points. You is know, it really that different if I go down to Edwards versus Rashad White? I think Rashad White gets you the 10, 12, 13 points for for 6,500 at minimum. I think Gibbs can get you there at it's 66. Gonna, it's like who's breaking the slate though? Got to see because I want to pay up on uh, wide receiver here. So the you only know. cheapy that I'm interested in, the only guy you know sub Singletary price. Um, I think Justice Hill carries some interest because he's getting work. Um, 10 targets. Yeah, I was, uh, I was contemplating that. Yeah, I've considered him. So, uh, you know, the, whatever happened in that last game is not super relevant. But um, even before that, five targets, some carries, 10 carries, three targets. So they worked in Justice Hill quite a bit. And I, I do like Justice Hill as as that pay down option that I don't think a lot of people are going to be on. He's projecting um, right around 10% ownership, which is really low. Um, yeah, it's really low. Let's get back to, um, yeah, so I think running back RB2 is going to be really interesting um, for the for the four-game slate anyway. How are you, um, do, do you differentiate? Do you like the four-gamer, the two-gamer? You're doing them all, don't care, don't matter. Yeah, I'll play all the, yeah, I play them all in the showdowns, you know. So And the showdowns. Yeah. I get too tired, like, you know, I can't do all four showdowns. It's a lot. Yeah, because I'm, I'm tinkering. I'm tinkering up until the last second. So I need to just do the four game slate, but then I can do the late showdown, but I can't do the early one. Cause it just distracts me. I'm always impressed that you're able to just run oh, lineups cool. in like 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, if you've got time, like, you know, you pretty much know who's playing here. So got to start now. Yeah. Um, John, I think that's it for, for the game plan for this week. So far uh, from my, uh, let's see for my memory here, we like the bills. Minus two and a half. We like the Lions. Maybe move that line. Uh, maybe maybe a teaser. Lions, 49ers, Ravens. A little six-point six teaser. Get a little plus uh, money going there. But um, I don't like that, but go ahead. I know you hate the teasers. You hate the fucking teasers. I like the teaser. I don't care. I'm doing it. But yeah, John don't like the teasers. But um, you said you would lay the nine and a half for the 49ers and potentially lay the nine and a half for the Ravens. So it's an all favorites party. Probably yeah. as it, probably as it should be for round two of the playoffs. So uh, expect the expected, I guess this week, um, that's going to do it for the game plan. Divisional round. Remember John is in the sharp app discord 24 seven answering questions, dropping plays, explain how to use the high level tools, available on the sharp app so check out the sharp app discord get into sharp app promo code dfsa 20 20 off that subscription price there is no better if you bet on sports that is where you want to be you'd have to just the sharp report alone is worth it just the Proptimizer top props tool is enough and then of course the discord follow the bets all that good stuff so make sure to check that out and Hit that like button if you enjoyed this video content. Let us know if you are tailing the plays in the comment section below. Send me your hate. I'll absorb it. I'm like a hate absorption machine if you need to. 
you know, they did not like that you shit on the um, the Eagles before last week either, John. The my Eagles uh, Eagles Nation was not happy. Well, they're they're really not happy after that game then. Well, then they saw it happen. They're like, yep, yeah, John was right. I mean, the, the team was a fraud with a PH the entire season, so. I thought they should have gotten rid of the coach. Yeah, you know, I don't know. But that team wasn't that good, so I don't know what people expected. Like, when when they shit all over the power rankings when they were six, they made it up to six at 10 and one. They're like, how, could, how this is the best team that's ever been assembled. I'm like, yeah, okay. We'll see the numbers don't the numbers. And I, like I said, so um, people were not happy with that, but you know what? Eagles fans, I'll tell you this right now. Same thing happened to the Rams last year and they came back strong the next year. Like sometimes you need a kick in the ass to come back strong. That, that little super bowl hangover thing. Who knows? Yeah. They better show um, up the defense. Yeah. Show up that defense. Get, get better. Um, all right, that's going to do it for the game plan. NFL Divisional Round. We will see you guys next time. Like, subscribe, notify, and good luck this weekend.